here it is. <laughs> famous. It's a song about a kid who wants to be famous for loving somebody. Are you sure we want to give a child a sex tape song? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Brunch. Hit it, boys. The Korean War is over, and we've got new Mason Ramsey. Heat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mason Ramsey is the kid from uh, the Walmart yodeling video, in case anybody was wondering. Yes, uh, we were about to go on. You were like, what's what's his name again? Mason what? And I said, Ramsey. Remember that name, because we're going to be saying it quite a lot. Uh, His first single just dropped. It is called Famous. It is, uh, it's basically his uh, American Idol finale song. You know how they used to do that? Where they just like create the most basic fucking song of all time. Right, because they were like, all right, so here's your song while uh, we're not spending much money on you because we haven't fucking signed you. We're not, we're, and this isn't going to be a huge fucking single, so we're going to hedge our bets here. So here you go, Kel- uh, fucking Kelly Clarkson. Actually, no, Kelly Clarkson's was a moment like this. That was a Oh, was single. it? But Carrie Underwood had... Uh, uh, inside your heaven. Do you remember that song? Nope. I wanna be inside your heaven. Oh, that's Take familiar. me to the place you cry from. <laughs> oh God. Oh <laughs> Which, God. Is that? Did you just go to heaven and, and cry? cry? That sounds like. Uh, that's why Actually, would you want to like that's a, be uh, Billy uh, problematic? Uh, you're Jack and Billy Joel. Rather uh, laugh with the sinners than cry with the saints. Billy mm. Joel in his uh, problematic in his own problematic song. I had a song about uh, crying up in heaven. So Carrie Underwood, pay the man his royalties. Uh, oh, did you see uh, Carrie Underwood? Like she finally made her big debut after that facial injury that she was talking about forever. She was in hiding for like eight months after like some. Know. She had some big accident and suffered like a, a supposedly horrific facial injury. Needed like sixty stitches in her face, Ooh. and was like, when I come back. Her husband would have finished her shift. His shift. <laughs> <laughs> when I come back, you you guys, I'm I'm not gonna look the same. Uh, and and coincidentally, right after that, Mike Fisher came out of retirement. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I was like, huh, that's interesting. So like, your wife like splits my wife her face look open. As good, yeah. so, <laughs> so I'm, I gotta I'm going get back to here. work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, she came back like uh, a week ago. Looks exactly the fucking same. I can't. I could not be less surprised than yeah. Carrie Underwood after being like Carrie Guys. Underwood. Carrie Underwood probably gets like one pimple, and is like, "Ah, I can't go out. I look like a monster." <laughs> and she comes back and looks unbelievable. Uh, how many times have you listened to Famous? Three times. I've listened. Yeah, I've listened it to, is, to it a few times. That song slaps to BH. It's a certified banger. Uh, it's as you said. It's pretty fucking basic. Yeah. Only it one. No way invents any sort of wheel yeah um only one complaint i really have with it is there's no yodeling yeah but i mean you you can't really i I think i like that i don't want him to like lean into the shtick so but if he had a hank williams type sounding song i think that that would that would make him more original which is weird if he sounded like something that happened a bajillion years ago that would sound cool. This is just uh, your fucking generic, super auto-tune, like, just fucking... It's it's weird. It makes him sound like fucking um, 
I wouldn't say Luke Bryan because Luke it Bryan is, is well. It's, it makes him sound like any. Dar, dar, dar. <laughs> it makes it makes him sound like literally any run of the mill pop uh, pop country star, right? Which uh, I actually don't mind that because it's like, hey, idiots, a fucking dumbass child. <laughs> yes, can it is do. a very bad look for like the country music scene because they're they're saying, hey, anybody can do this. A child can right. be you people. Y'all, y'all are making children music. We make fun of the chain smokers for having, um, like, pre-existing formulas yeah. for 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 making hits. Yeah, country music is completely formulaic. I'd love to find out who wrote this song because you know this song was a song that was just kicking around. Some Nashville <laughs> writer wrote it. It was and. Yeah. Uh, hoping that someone would pick it up, and he got the call. Yeah, they, like, they, all right, we're ready to buy famous from you. No, they, they who's gonna sing it? No, they have a they have a file cabinet full of hit country songs, and the, and they were like, oh, Mason Ramsey needs a yeah. single. Okay, they open up the file cabinet and they just follow through. Like, oh, okay, this one, this one should work. Yeah. Here it is, famous. It's a song about a kid who wants to be famous for loving somebody. Are you sure we want to give a child a sex tape song? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> He just played Coachella. He's hot in the streets. Got to push the push the envelope. Uh, Mason Ramsey going for edgy right off the bat. The lyrics don't really it. make sense for a child at all. You said like uh, one of the lyrics is uh, another five years. You been with this girl for five years, Mason? You're fucking eight. This kid was getting it in when he was three. <laughs> Preschool sweethearts. How old is Mason Ramsey? Do we think uh, eight? Do you think he's eight? Yeah. He might be 12. 12 and malnourished. I, I'm afraid to, <laughs> I'm to Google, Google Mason Ramsey age because when you, ma- when you Google somebody's age, it's usually like Shailene Woodley age to be like, she's like 25, like, right? I'm I not can, being I weird can, if I think it's she's It's cool pretty. if I want to fuck her, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> you, you mean you're not trying to fuck Mason Ramsey? Not, not trying, yet. Not trying to make a, a sequel to uh, Famous? Famous 2? The sex yes. tape with DJ Bean? No. <laughs> I can't imagine a Mason Ramsey uh, DJ 11. sex tape would do. 11. Mm-hmm. All right. So he was. 11 and a tad malnourished. Yes. Uh, he he does sound kind of sickly because he's, he's got a very nasal voice. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm interested to see where this Mason Ramsey train goes. I'll tell you what, though. We're both going to be on it. <laughs> <laughs> you know how uh, you know how people say like you have to grow into various aspects of your face or your body? Yeah. That kid for sure has to grow into his guitar because he, he looks like he is holding a, a yeah. friggin' car when he plays the <laughs> guitar. <laughs> that cover, they did not, they were really playing up the, like, this is a child. Yes. <laughs> Get this kid the largest guitar we can find. Because that is, let me see what the picture is, but it's like, that guitar would be called. The album uh, cover is 80% guitar. That would be called, like, it's like a jumbo dreadnought guitar. Okay. So that would, that is the big ass country guitar. I have a fucking parlor guitar, which is a little. It's like what Ed Sheeran plays. Little itty bitty acoustic guitar. Is that what you've left at my house for like three no, months? No, that's a regular size guitar. Um, but they, they have little, they're called parlor guitars, and they're what the people, like uh, in the South, you drive by and there's some guy on his fucking porch just plucking away. That little fucking thing. I thought that was Give called that a banjo. Him. No, they, they play banjos as well. That's okay. a different instrument. But yeah, they, they went with the biggest fucking guitar in the world. I do love the fact that uh, that Mason Ramsey is out here cucking Post Malone 
on, on a weekend where everybody's fucking talking about Post oh, yeah. Malone's new album, and then uh, pff, get out of here. Couldn't it's, be it's, me. It's, it's yes, it's Mason Ramsey's time. Also, I I've never listened to a single song by Post. I Malone. was gonna say if there are two rappers about whom I care very little this week. It's Kanye West and Post Malone. I don't know anything about Post Malone in terms of his music. I just, I I know what that guy looks like, and yeah. that has ruined him forever for me. I like, and I see sure a picture of that guy, and him. I can smell that guy. Yeah, he just he looks like he smells terrible. You know what? He, his car smells bad. <laughs> yes, he is that the guy, episode of Seinfeld. Like he gets in right. your car, and you have to you have to trade it in. Have you ever been in a bad smelling Uber? Yeah, for sure. Like a no bullet, like yes. a problem. Oh god, it happened to me once. It I is wanted to so kill bad. Myself. It was the worst. I I was like, there's nothing you can do, right? And if I fucking arrive at some place now smelling like yeah, this we talked about this. I car, think we'll do a rerun. <laughs> yes. Yeah, where we like we're we're afraid that it attaches to you, to us. Yes. Uh, so that's Mason Ramsey talk. I will say uh, we're not done with this. Uh, we're gonna have some content related to this song because it is really good. If you haven't heard it, look it up. Mason Ramsey, famous. It is funny if you search Mason Ramsey on uh, Apple Music or Spotify, you get a bunch of results of people who just fucking remix that song. Really? <laughs> but they don't want to get sued. So it'll be like, girl, I love you in parentheses, uh, feet Mason Ramsey. And you're like, oh, so they just fucking sampled the Walmart yodel kid. That's uh, in other music news, uh, Shania Twain is going to be live on the plaza on the Today Show Monday. What kind of reaction do you think she'll get? I have no idea, but oh, is it because she has a new album? Yeah, my okay. guess is it's gonna. There's gonna be a bunch of people uh, holding signs saying where they're from. <laughs> from where they're from? Yeah. What? I don't get it. That's all the Today Show. Oh, is. really? Have you, oh, you ever yeah. watched any of those Today Show performing? People go out there and bring signs. I that came say, all the way from Seattle. Right. Congratulations. You know what my favorite sign take is? You figured out aviation. Yeah. You know what my favorite sign take is? That uh, people who go to sporting events for the first time learn that you're not supposed to bring a sign saying how many times you've been to a sporting event. Yeah, I, I just think you're not supposed to bring a sign when you go to a sporting event. Yeah, what kind of loser brings a sign? No, but they, they bring one that says, this is my first yeah. game. And then they're like, ooh, nobody else here is pointing out how often they come here. <laughs> and, Whoops. And nobody else cares. Weird thing I'd assumed about sporting events. I thought they were taking attendance. Uh-oh. And then it's, I mean, it's... It's also funny when they do that with babies. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, no shit. That baby is three days old. Yeah. And it's like, first Red Sox game. It's, it's like, like, oh, we couldn't baby fucking is tell not by gonna its fucking that. geeky-ass earmuffs. <laughs> yes. That fucking loser. <laughs> um, Hold on. I have to go send my picture, uh, my sister, pictures of express coupons. Nice. All right. While Pete is sending express coupons... I'm going to send a little uh, coupon. It's not a coupon. you got to pay full price, but it's for a good cause. Uh, buy a Cafe Martin hat. I'll tweet out the link if you haven't seen it. Uh, my friend Brian started this. It's for our friend John Martin, who was a longtime Nesson uh, photog. If you were a Boston sports fan, he's brought you so much shit over the years. And he, at a very young age, got diagnosed with ALS, has had it now for maybe maybe a year and a half, two years, something like that. And uh, it's been a very unfortunate thing, but everyone has rallied around him. And we go, you go to his house and they made a, uh, obviously because mobility is an, is an issue in his state, they made a little uh, 
like outdoor patio situation where everyone just goes by and when you go to see them, that's where you hang out. So they made a sign and it says Cafe Martin and people go over there all the time just to hang out with John and it's the best. So uh, Brian is selling Cafe Martin hats and they're 25 bucks and the money goes to John's family, pay for those medical bills, keep everything going all right. John has been in awesome spirits because he rules. So I'm buying one. I'm going to get one for my mom for Mother's Day because what do you get the mom who has everything? Get her a Cafe Martin hat. Also, uh, I had forgotten until I was watching the Today Show uh, this morning that Mother's Day is around the corner. I didn't realize that either. So bad what are you getting your mom? Ugh, God, question. Uh, what do you get the mom who has everything when she has me? One so. t- yeah. One time I didn't know what to get my mom, so I got her a walk. I was like... A walk? Yeah. I was like, you one day on a walk? you and me will go on a walk and we'll God. just check in. She like right away, She loved that gift. Really? She was trying to cash that shit in and I was like, we're not actually going on a walk. <laughs> I was just be... I was th- That was just a photo op It was op a thing. gesture. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just want to say something nice in front of everybody. Got that, that got a lot of uh, DJs so sweet and probably poor, if that's what he's giving his mom. So, yeah, give your mom a walk and also get her that uh, John Martin hat. Uh, in other entertainment news, Colin Jost and Michael Che are hosting the Emmys. And boy, oh boy, is failure being rewarded these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we both had the same reaction. We are like, huh. That's an odd move since they stink at their actual day jobs. The only thing they do together, they don't do well. Yeah, it's going to be bad. And I've seen a lot of people excited about it. But I can already tell what it's going to be. It's just going to be them up there like doing the weekend update thing that isn't good. And they're just going to be laughing at each other. Yeah, like I mean, they're gonna. There is gonna be a bunch of jokes that just like don't land. Yeah, and they're gonna address them and be like, okay, and, and then they're gonna laugh, and it, that'll be the funniest part. Yeah, is them like, laughing at themselves. Like Jost is Jost. Che's okay, but he's terrible on delivery. weekend update. Yeah, I he's mean, bad he, at delivery. Right, and obviously the like the he's not good at reading a prompter, or he's I don't know if it's a nerves thing, but. Um, Apparently, I didn't know this, when you read something off a prompter, you're supposed to actually know what's on there. You're not supposed to just show Seeing up. Seeing it and, for the first time. Right. I, we, I think I've said this. At work, we have a consultant who comes in and will um, like review your stuff and be like, hey, here's some things I noticed. And uh, he showed me a clip of me doing a thing off a prompter. And he was like, so, uh, wh- how many times had you practiced that before you said it? And I was like, none. It was on the prompter. And he was like, a prompter is just supposed to be like a little reminder for you. So like you can, you know where your place is. Like if you go to a stand-up uh, show now a lot of times, you can see that they'll have a prompter. So it's just a thing in case you oh, lose really? it. Oh, really? Yeah. Like if you watch a John Mulaney special or whatever, you can see huh. just in reflections and stuff, you can see that there's a prompter. That's interesting. So it's just supposed to be a little reminder. And I was like... I thought it was a uh, script. I thought it was just like a live thing. <laughs> that's very weird. I feel like that's uh, – I wouldn't want that at a comedy show because it, everybody knows that, that the jokes are written, shit it like that. It is to a T nailed down. Like every yes. word yeah. is intentional. Yeah. Right. But when you go to a comedy show, it's supposed to be presented in, in like story form and yeah. in like a, hey, this actually happened to me Yeah. sort of thing. So it's – it's definitely weird, weirder in a comedy situation. But I figured that 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 it, 
that that was kind of like known that you were supposed to read it before and be like familiar with the material. Like I've never done work with I'll prompters like really. Yeah, I. But I like to know things before I go into them. Yeah, I don't know. Pr- preparation wise, I've always uh, my preparation methods probably vary every like three months. So I'm much like you know what my preparations are like uh, my exercises. Okay. I can't just keep. I, I, I'll never be a person who can just go to the gym however many days a week. I need to be really into, like, spin class for a little bit. And then I need to be into not going to anything for a little bit. And then need I need to, to be into going back to spin class for a little bit. You need to hot tub your workouts. Right. Like, I used – exactly. I used to, um, when I was on the beat, at first I would go in with, like, thorough notes. And I knew – I had every question written down that I wanted to ask every person. And I was so prepared – and after a little while of doing that, I was like, my interviews aren't going great. And then I started going in there with absolutely nothing. Just just knowing when I walked in, here's what I want to talk to this person about. And I was m- much better doing that. And then I got a little too loose. And then I was like, okay, yeah. now I need to... D- you always so I'm, I'm, I'm like in that spot right now because I've been doing three TV hits a day for CBS. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... You know, when I started, I was like, all right, I need to be really prepared, write down like a ton of notes so yeah. that I know what I'm talking about. And I want to hit all these points. And it's just way more rigid when you do it that way totally. because like it's in your head that you want to hit all these things and you don't really deliver naturally on any of them. Right. And so now I just kind of jot down little notes and try to just make it more conversational and be like, all right, well, if I don't get to this thing, it's fine as long as the other things sound good and like normal. A huge thing for uh, young aspiring uh, <clears throat> people, if you're aspiring <laughs> to anything, um, rem- ask yourself, what was the question? You know, so like you're going to go on and you're going to talk about uh, the Jets or, or something. And there, and you're like, all right, so the Jets, here are all the points I have on the Jets, Patrick Lane, blah, blah, blah. And they'll ask something about, they'll ask a question that's about the Jets, and you're like, well, I want to. S- I, I was going to say this thing about Patrick Laine, so here comes this thing about Patrick Laine. And that's what everybody does. Like, they'll just have their stuff that they were going to say no yeah. matter what. And they'll spin it regardless of the question. I've done that a couple yeah. of times where it's like, well, this wasn't exactly asked, mm. but here's how I make it about what I was planning on talking about. Yeah, because this is a, people want to make it seem like they're there for a reason. Like, they want to kind of uh, prove their worth there. But if they ask a silly little question... Give them a fucking silly little answer. And that's uh, Brunch Replaces Syracuse, uh, part uh, part 10. Um, so do, do do we have anything else on Colin Jost and Michael Che? Other than we're just... It's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. It's... Mm, not for me. Yeah. Uh, I am interested, though. Like, I, I'm for sure going to watch and, and keep tabs on how they do. And if they, and if they impress... Then I'll acknowledge it, but I, I just I, I bet don't. They ha- won't. Yeah, I don't have a lot of faith in that. Who else hosts the Emmys? Uh, T- Tina Fey and Amy Poehler did. Yeah, they were they they were the good weekend update people to do it for. Like I feel like they did it like two or three times. I think that's right. Actually, I I, I don't know how often I've actually watched the Emmys. I know we did an episode about the Emmys. Did James Corden do them, or did James Corden do the Grammys? Uh, I don't know. Did LL Cool J host fucking? It's it's always like LL no, Cool J. No, LL Cool J, J was James always Gordon. the Grammys. 
uh, Emmy's hosts. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Girl, I want to be famous for loving you. Stephen Colbert did it last year. Jimmy Kimmel, Andy Samberg, Seth Meyers, Neil Patrick Harris, Jimmy Kimmel. Jane Lynch hosted it one year. Yeah, the, the Emmys is the most uh, you don't have to watch that show of them all, right? Uh, because no one watches the Tonys, let's be real. No. So the yeah. biggies are the Grammys, the Oscars, the Emmys are probably, those are probably the big three. The, but the Billboard em- Music Awards, you know, fucking. But the Emmys is like, a, is like a party, isn't it? Oh, really? Is that the Emmys or the Golden Globes? Ooh, I forgot about the Golden Globes. But the Golden Globes are just the JV Oscars. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um, yeah, I think the Emmys are are more fun than anything. Hmm. Like, I think the like being a host at the Emmys is better than being a host at the Oscars or because no one's the Golden Globes. It anyway, so <laughs> yeah. it's very loose. Um, we watched a movie for this week. We were able to finally get a, a little movie action in, and we saw. Rampage. Rampage. I didn't know anything about it going in. I quite liked it. What are your thoughts on the film, Pete? I thought it was fine. Yeah. It was like exactly what I expected it to be. It was just okay. And it was a Dwayne Johnson movie. It was cheesy. Dwayne Johnson against essentially three Godzillas. Yep. Uh, very cheesy. Like just totally in on all the action. Mm-hmm. Everything else like it was. But it was cooler than a regular fucking mediocre Dwayne Johnson movie because it had cool monsters. Right. I thought that The Rock was great in it. I thought uh, George was unbelievable in it. George is a terrific character. Probably my favorite character (laughs) of the year. He is a... Albino gorilla. An albino gorilla. And he is one sassy motherfucker. He is always fucking playing jokes (laughs) on The Rock, embarrassing him in front of all his friends, and he's just a real slice of life, this George. Yes. <laughs> and uh, George gets injected with some fucking monster shit that is made by villains. The villains in this movie, of course, are Malin Ackerman and Plop from The Office. Classic villain duo. They're brothers and sisters. Malin Ackerman is a psychopathic murderer. And Plop from The Office... Just stressy. That guy sucks yeah. in this movie. He's oh a, just my God. what a weird. There are so many things that are not explained about that character. He is always sweaty, uh, mm-hmm. very out of breath. Like they couldn't get Kyle Chandler, unfortunately. Yes. Uh, and he is just the biggest doofus of all time. Did you notice though that he's always stress eating? Yeah, I did notice that he was eating a lot. Not Girl, always though. Uh, the first sign of trouble, he starts eating a pop tart, and oh, then cut back right. to him. And did he's he have, like, a, he had like a pop tart? Uh, koozie or something he had something wrapped around yes. the pop tart yes i didn't notice that it was a uh i thought that, were, that was kind of funny because they were rich as hell hmm. uh but he was a fucking child yeah. so that's what a rich child would do they would get pop tart holders hmm. uh jeffrey dean morgan is in the movie jeffrey dean morgan rules he's awesome he, he is, is awesome great. if he but he is the same character in everything that he's in like he is negan in this movie he's much. the he's the character and everything of uh it's okay this isn't gonna go how you thought it was gonna go because <laughs> yeah. i'm here now and you're like oh man this character is <laughs> making things harder <laughs> but he was like he was like a good guy yeah he was like a sassy good guy in this well in this he was movie. a good guy from the south who is very set in his ways at one point he says uh well, it's like my grandpappy always said, and I had a realization as soon as he said that, are 
is every grandpappy racist? Probably. That because was, it uh, means that was an. Um, it means a southern person. Southern grandfather. Southern an old person. Yeah. Which, I mean, yes. Exactly. The percentages it are just pretty means large. An old person from the south. Yeah, uh, Grandpappy, last time I heard that was um, the Netflix. Uh, oh, uh, Mudbound. Jonathan Banks, yeah. Oh, yeah, Jonathan Banks was a huge Grandpappy. Yep, and the most racist. They Maybe the most racist character ever. Uh, the only issue I had with Jeffrey Dean Morgan's character was his collar. Did his you notice collar? that? Oh, my God. His collar was a disaster. I don't. <laughs> I didn't understand why, because everything is intentional, right? Yeah. I didn't understand think. why they would make him look like that. He wore a suit, black suit, black tie, white shirt, but his collar was just like puffy and folded as hell. Mm. It was very it was very Not out great. of sorts, yeah. And I want that guy to be the uh pre- presentable cuz th- yeah, he's, he's very handsome. He, yeah, he's very handsome and he's very methodical in everything that he does with mm. like his his mannerisms and the way that he speaks. Yeah. So I feel like that guy would take care to make sure that he is well-dressed. You know what Jeffrey Dean Morgan's calling card is? What? He looks you in the eye. Mm. He's always looking you in the eye as he's saying stuff. And he's always got his head cocked a little bit. And he's got that, a little smirk. I think Very I intimidating. Him. A very intimidating person. Because even if he's not saying intimidating shit or just yeah. having a regular conversation with you, he won't break away from, from looking right at you. What do you think Jeffrey Dean Morgan looks like in, like, a yellow shirt? <laughs> I have no like idea. Like a yellow t-shirt. Maybe we should send him one of the Randy. Because all, yes, because all he wears is just, like, black. In The Walking Dead, it's he's rocking a leather jacket, I yeah. believe. Yeah, is it black? And he right. murders that leather jacket. Yeah, I feel like he could... He but just, like, he wears, like, dark clothing. He's yeah. he's an intimidating... The, the Rock looked uh, extra good in this movie, too. Yeah, he, he did. was He was huge, as yep. always, but he looked massive and he wore tight fitting shirts yep. that that really kind of lent to him and he had that oh, yeah. same uh he has that same brown jacket that he wears in every <laughs> fucking movie that he's ever been in does he, uh what kind of jacket is it well one he has the it start the when the movie starts off he's wearing that like safari shirt the base beige oh, safari yeah, shirt yeah, yeah. wears that in everything wearing, yes, yeah you're right <laughs> he's wearing that at some point of every and, movie and then he has a brown leather jacket that he also wears, it's like a brown biker jacket, and he wears that and everything too. Is he in the new Ju- the the Jumanji? Yeah. So w- why didn't I see that then? I thought you did see Jumanji. No, you did. Oh, okay. I thought we were both supposed to. I think this might be the no, like this week, like you, you were like, I'm seeing okay. Jumanji on whatever day, and I was like, oh, I won't be able to get to it, and you're like, Oh no, I just wanted to see it. And I was like, why does someone want to see Jumanji? And then everyone saw Jumanji except for me, so I missed the boat on that. Um. Here's a big note I had. This is probably my biggest takeaway from okay. this movie. All of these movies paint the military and FBI to be very disrespectful. <laughs> they never listen to experts. Never what listen always to experts. Happens, there's always some sort of scene of a... There's like an investigation thing going on, and the FBI will be working on something, and the expert on what's going on will be like, Wait... But these creatures, if they like, I I developed this stuff that is making these creatures act this way. I need to tell you that, and they, they're always like, oh, hold it right there. I think we've got it. We're the FBI, and they're like, oh, well, it's just that no one had heard of this thing until this just started happening. So, but I've been studying it for years. It, yeah, I just like to tell you, though, oh, ma'am, excuse me. We're the FBI. 
yeah, I mean, in a lot of action movies, uh, the the government and the agencies very territorial, and, very territorial, and just very reckless about <laughs> everything. Yeah, in this movie, they're like, huh. These monsters are, are running wild. Instead of listening to the experts, let's just drop the biggest bomb we have onto a city that is one of the most highly populated in the United States. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're going to wipe out Chicago. Chicago. They're dropping yeah. an atomic bomb on Chicago. Basically, what kind of idiot? And I've gotten angry when I've, I've – this makes me blow up in like, if I'm in an argument or something. If you're about to tell somebody something and they're like – I don't want to hear it. No, no, no. Just don't even say it. I don't want to hear it. Don't. Yeah, you're like. But now you're not going to know this thing. <laughs> it's like you can make your decision, but you should at least hear my side of things. Yeah, and, and go against it if you want. Yes, right. Exactly. <laughs> like before you do this thing that could be potentially harmful, don't you want to hear? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> not another word from you. Fucking crazy ass. My FBI. biggest, my biggest notes uh, on this one is. That the nine one one response time in this movie is phenomenal <laughs> because when George breaks out of, oh, yeah. of the uh, the uh, observatory or yeah. whatever it is uh, the sanctuary, enclosure maybe? sanctuary yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the rock is running out of the building and he says call nine one one and then before he gets to the end of the street the cops show up yeah so shout outs to our first responders in the world of rampage because they are doing their job. While the government is trying to kill everybody. Uh, another big note. The the actual video game Rampage exists in this world of Rampage. Oh, really? Yeah. They, there's a, it's like an Easter egg. They show it in the office for the fucking villains. Which leads me to believe, like, hey... You've got source material here yeah. on on uh on like these monsters and how to stop them. Ah. And like what they do. Please, if they're not going to listen to scientists, there's no <laughs> way they're going to listen to a video game. I don't know. I thought that was I thought that was very weird. Um and then they're I don't know, like maybe that's why they wanted to create the the monsters, those fucking evil people. If mm. they have the rampage just laying around, they're like, "Hey, we've got a ton of money." We can do this thing, but also like th- that doesn't make sense because it happened by total circumstance and yeah. like, luck that those three monsters came about. So what happens is, in the beginning of the film, some shit from space that they're doing, they're testing this stuff out in space because it's not safe for the Earth. It comes crashing down to Earth and it hits three uh, animals, and the first one that they see the change in is this uh, albino gorilla, George. And he immediately kills a grizzly bear. Yep. He kills a grizzly bear, and he's growing at this exponential rate. And this takes place in San Diego. And there's this really big dilemma as to what do you do with George? Because something's clearly gotten into him. This isn't George's character, but he's done these things. What do we do? Do we put him down? Do we hit him with some tranquilizers? None of this would be a problem if this happened in the Cincinnati Zoo. <laughs> no, definitely the not. The first fucking sign of trouble, George would have been, they would have been like, is George's hair a little different? <laughs> <laughs> Done. 
They would have Harambe. I did not even think of that. that poor so guy. Good for you. I know that I was watching that when they're having this discussion as to what to do, and they're like listening to sides of arguments. There was no fucking question asking with Harambe. You know the, they just shot him immediately. You know what the difference is, though. Mm-hmm. George is white. Oh my god! Wow. Rampage. That, this is political a, commentary. This is a ve- yeah. I was gonna say, is it problematic or are they just uh, shoving us, uh, shoving some harsh truths in our face? It's I, you, Rampage being a deep movie is yeah. not something that I expected. I would say, yeah, not problematic. I think that they're telling us this is it's how a social society, commentary, political yes. commentary. So. Um, what did you think of The Rock's friends at the beginning of the movie? Uh, the people that he worked with. Well, so he, he worked with, or he was showing three people the ropes mm-hmm. with gorillas. One was trying to strip them, and he said no because he doesn't... Uh, like hanging out with dogs. Yeah, he doesn't like Big humans. win for him. Right. Yeah, th- that was... Uh, he was th- so this girl was like, hey, um, if you're free after this, I'd like to do some things that would lead to sex if that's cool. And he was like, sorry, I've got plans. And then a guy comes up to him and is like, why are you always doing that? Ladies are always trying to fuck, and you're always saying no. And he's like, "I prefer dogs to people." Which and he like, was like you're such a weirdo. And I was, was like, "Oh, ins- have you ever seen a bumper sticker, dude?" <laughs> yeah, but uh, have you? But was that an insinu- insinuation that like, hey, The Rock likes to fuck dogs in this movie? I, I don't think so. That's not that kind of political commentary. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Yeah. They don't show it. Yeah, they don't even show his dogs, well, which I have up, a problem with. Well, essentially, what ends up happening is he just uh, ends up with a hotter girl at the end. So yes, he, which they don't they don't actually like show. I feel like a lot of this movie was cut. Yeah, yeah, because they don't they never go back to the the people that he works with. Yeah, the, I thought that that was going to be some. I thought that was going to be like the cast. Yeah, same. Yeah. Uh, they never go back to that. Uh, they they don't really finish his storyline. Hmm. And so I feel like they cut a good portion of this movie. Yeah, but in fairness, the well-being of the city of Chicago is more important than the well-being of those three fucking dorks. Although the girl that was trying to stup him was quite pretty. Yeah. And she had some, uh, some what she have going on with her hair? So a little, little pink. Some, a little, little pink, pink little fluffies in there. Yeah, yeah. Little, uh, how did you feel about Joe Mangello? Awesome. And, oh, I love this about Joe Mangello. They put him in it and killed him off immediately. immediately. <laughs> and I thought when they showed him, I was like, oh, yeah. So Joe Mangello is good enough to be like the, the, the second lead in this movie. And I thought that he was going to be the main bad guy. Nope. No, I didn't, I, and plop. I didn't think that he was going to be the main, the main bad guy. I thought that he was going to be... In it more than one second? Yeah, I thought that he was going to survive his scene and then go back and team up with The Rock. That would have been awesome. That would have been fucking... He looks great in it. Yeah, he does. He's full of scars. Right. He's been through some shit. Yeah. He's they a muck badass. Up, they muck up two big people in this movie. So The Rock is looking very all mucked up, and uh, Joe Mangello is a... He works for Special one of those forces. things in... Uh, He's like a mercenary. Right. He, so one, they, they have these a lot in, uh, in 24. Like non-government... Independent. Milita- yeah, yeah, like independent, independent agencies. Yeah. So it's like if you, you need a team to go fight a bunch of people, whether or not this fight has been sanctioned by anything, you hire these people. And he looks like that's his side job and his main job is just like fucking working on bikes because <laughs> yes. he's all greased up. Uh, 
It... One thing that that you probably did not pick up on, you didn't play Rampage. I was going to say, right? I actually realized as I was watching this movie, I was like, Rampage like the video game. I played that. Oh, my God. Yeah. So you didn't understand that? I think I rented Rampage. <laughs> but so you didn't know going in that this was like I a... Di- I knew that it was based on a video game, but just I just didn't put two and two together. I liked a lot of the things that they did in reference to the game like the 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 monsters actually like climbing up buildings yeah. and fucking punching up buildings and shit that was cool also but like w- the the coolest thing uh, that they did and it was pretty subtle is that when Malin Ackerman when she gets eaten mm-hmm. she's wearing a red dress yeah and in Rampage the video game <gasps> There's a late, there's like a little pixelated woman yeah. who shows up every once in a while in one of the buildings, and if you get her, you can grab her and you can eat her. Well, so this was a a bit. This was a bit of a leap for this monster movie, I must say. Um, they have a tranquilizer that will, or they have the uh, they have the um, the antidote to what's making these monsters so nut bars. So they're like, how are we going to feed it to George? Because their thinking is, if we make George uh, back to normal, he's a good guy, mm-hmm. so he'll calm these guys down. So they're like, how are we going to do it? They put it in Ackerman's bag and have George eat her. But we had not seen George eat a person no. throughout this whole she, thing. She was the first person. He's stomping that through cities and doing all this stuff. And, and he had plenty of opportunities by, to eat people. Oh, he could have fucking feasted. Yeah. And just she's the one that's that's looking good to him. Which, in fairness, she's always looking good. <laughs> but I don't know. She, you know what? She was looking like a snack. <laughs> oh, so he ate her. Yeah, but she. But she is so small in relation to George that yeah. he would have needed multiple snacks. That's true. That was very unrealistic. And uh, they've been feeding. Plop, the whole time they didn't fatten him. Hitting That's him up. true. He was the much more attractive option there. Yes, absolutely. Um, do, uh, that that is my final thought on <laughs> Rampage. But there were some fun previews. We got a new Shailene Woodley movie coming. Did you see it? No. It's uh, oh, I I uh, I walked in just as the movie was starting. Oh, you had the best fucking. Setup I had for this movie. This was the best theater experience that I've had in a long time. I arrived. Walked into the theater. The movie was literally starting. Ugh. It was perfect timing. I had chicken tenders. First time I've ever gotten chicken tenders at the movie theater. They were pretty great. good. Uh, I went to Woburn Showcase Cinemas. Oh, yeah. And credit to Woburn Showcase Cinemas because they have trays of sauce. Really? The, yeah, like the peel back chicken oh, nugget sauce. Man. They had barbecue. They had honey mustard. They had sweet and sour. Mm. It was a delight. So I and I was the only person in the theater, which is wild because this is the first weekend that Rampage has been out, correct? Or maybe it's a oh, this is midweek. Never mind. Right? Yeah, it came out. Last it was midweek, but it it did come out like days ago. Yeah, and this was a three o'clock showing, which isn't like a really weird time. Yeah, I go to three o'clocks around there all the time at Burlington, mm-hmm. and there's always people yeah. in the theater. So I was shocked. I was literally the only person in the theater. And I got to eat my chicken tenders as loud as I wanted to. That is awesome. You're like, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> uh, what is your go-to dipping sauce for a chicken tender? Barbecue sauce. Yeah. There are, there are only two options. This is going to be controversial. It's ketchup or barbecue sauce. I, uh, I, I had honey mustard, too. My honey number mustard. one is barbecue, but I think that honey mustard is quite overrated. Uh, I, think it's, I think honey mustard is really good. It is. But... 
I got it just uh, kind of hot tub the barbecue sauce because oh, yeah. because once you once you go away for something for like a couple bites and yeah. then you return to it, you're like, oh, I fucking love and this. ketchup and barbecue are tough to do together because they're too they're similar. similar. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like barbecue sauce is just like spicy mustard sort yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. Sauce but is so you mean spicy ketchup? Spicy ketchup. Yeah. That's what I meant. I love barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce is definitely my numero uno. What's your favorite uh, Sweet Baby Ray's variety? Uh, I think honey bourbon or uh, honey. Yeah, honey bourbon. Oh, I didn't know that one existed. So there's the uh, my favorite after and I've done them all a million times. Maybe it's just regular bourbon. Bourbon barbecue. I don't know. They had yeah, a they, had, they have a bourbon one and it's, it's the best one. Okay. The, the best one is the original one. Really? Yeah, it's uh, people. Everyone loves the uh, hunt there. It's honey something, and that's good, but not as good as the original. And there, there's a sweet Vidalia onion one. That one is terrific. You know it's hot and spicy. You know who has really, really, really good barbecue spicy. sauce yeah. is Jack Daniels. Yeah, yeah. I'm not as big on the uh, bourbon uh, or on the like whiskey based barbecue sauces. Really? Yeah. Mm. Because I wrong. Also, Jack Daniels like, has I don't like really st- good steak sauce. Yeah, I just realized why. Because I don't like stuff in my whiskey. So okay. I don't like like a whiskey Coke. Uh, whiskey ginger is basically candy. So everyone can enjoy that. But I just like... just. Are you a steak is. sauce guy? No. Really? No. I but, love steak sauce. But I wish it were more socially acceptable to uh, put... To just every now and then just dip your steak in a little bit of ketchup. It's controversial. Ew, no. I love steak sauce. It's like a, but A1's... Kind of trash, and that's the most popular one. Jack Daniels is ten times better than uh, than A One in terms of like popular brands. But I will say one thing that I love about Five Guys is that they have A One on the menu and as an option. Really? Yeah, like you can get A One on your Five Guys burger, and I do it all the time. It's the best. I'm gonna re I'm gonna clarify my steak thing. So when I'm eating steak, especially in a restaurant, obviously you don't put anything on it. You trust what they what they fucking did to it. Mm -hmm. And if you make steak yourself, you're not putting anything on it. But if you have uh, like. This is big in the summer. If you're grilling and stuff, you got some leftover steak, anything like that, in the fridge. Uh, you don't reheat it because if you put it in the microwave, it's going to turn into fucking rubber mm-hmm. so, or leather, whatever. Um, I would just do it cold. and That seems like it could be acceptable. There. Yeah. It's, like a, it's kind of like a little uh, spin on a steak and cheese. Do you put ketchup on your steak oh, and yeah. cheese? Oh, yeah. Ooh. See, it's we it's way weirder to me to think about like a regular block steak, right? And dipping ketchup in that um, rather than steak and cheese, which is fucking phenomenal with ketchup for some reason. What you putting on your steak and cheese, bro? Ketchup and cheese. That's it. Yeah. No mushrooms. No. Are you not a boomers guy? No. Ah. Uh, no onions. Nope. One time, this was back in the day when. Uh, so there, there were two years of my life that I uh, worked. It's the only term for it, but it's not what I was doing because look at me. Uh, construction. Ah. And, <laughs> yeah. And man, those were kind of the days. It was miserable. It was the worst. You worked all day in the fucking sun. You were, it was just, that was just fucking, that's labor, man. And nothing tasted better than your lunch. And then when you got done, you'd have dinner and then just fucking go to sleep. I mean, it was one summer of high school that I started doing it. And I 
it was I saved so much money because I literally did not have the energy to go out and do anything. Yeah, I I that's like my nightmare job is a job where you do it and then you have no energy to do anything else so you just go home and go to bed it was Fuck great that. though like <laughs> i i bet that i was uh like i probably wasn't very depressed or anything like that because i just you don't have time i to didn't be depressed. right like i didn't i wasn't thinking about anything i was the only thing i existed to do was work that is awful yeah it was terrible and obviously i wasn't fucking good at it or anything so i my Shocking. my value Shocking that you weren't good at construction or at anything my value to anything is i'm a uh I'm a I'm an energy guy for better or worse. You cannot like my energy. I totally understand that, but I am fucking I'm pepping the whole fucking situation up. So I was the guy that was like, "Hey, look at this fucking thing." Get a fucking laugh a quarter of the time, whatever. Uh, but those fucking lunches, man, they you just fucking get sandwiches or whatever, and you would just inhale it. And no matter what it would be, sometimes they'd get you get a sandwich, they'd fuck up the order, it would have mayonnaise on it. I hate mayonnaise, and it just... Doesn't matter. Yeah, doesn't matter. And I, I actually love that feeling, when you're so hungry that anything that you'll eat anything, and I don't know. So, uh, one time, uh, we were getting subs, and I was like, hey, uh, I'll get a steak and cheese with... Uh, I try to make it simple. Uh, normally I would do a bunch of stuff maybe I was like uh, with ketchup and mushrooms and the guy misheard me and got me a steak and cheese with ketchup and mustard oh uh, wouldn't do it again but <laughs> not as bad w- as you thought right like not as bad as I thought and I had that fucking work hunger situation yeah. going it was quite awesome there you go you know what I've been eating a lot of late what uh, be good you know be good uh no it's like the I think oh they, i do know yes i think they i think it's the it's same place that's had a million right. different names over the years um but they uh they have sweet potato fries okay. and man i think I, i've said this i either said this or tweeted this i've officially become a i like sweet potato fries more than i like french fries you're guy. wrong i know i'm wrong yes. isn't that so fucking weird though because like I'm the ultimate fucking give me a hamburger and fries and that's all I fucking need in this life of sin. Yeah, it's I I don't do sweet potato fries for some reason they just they don't do it for me. I need regular I fries or them. the only thing that I'll I'll substitute for regular fries is waffle fries because waffle fries are the best or Wa- curly fries. Waffle fries are great. How do you dip your waffle fry? Uh, you don't. You put it on top. Ooh, that's not bad. Yeah, I'll. Uh... I don't. I, I liked. Uh, you know when the waffle fry is uh, like not cut all the way through, so the ba- so one side of it doesn't have the holes in it. Yeah, I like to dip that side down. Ooh. Like just kind of drag it across the ketchup. Get a nice little coat. Man, nice waffle fries base. are sick. Do you think that uh, Applebee's has waffle fries? Maybe. Are we gonna find out? We really have to do the 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 Dollaritas thing. But we're running out of time. It's oh, really? only through April. Limited time only. Yes. We were going to do it this weekend. Uh, we were going to go to Anthony Jeselnik on Saturday night, but work and you moving got in the way. Now I'm going to Anthony Jeselnik tonight in Portland, Maine, and I was quite excited. I was The tickets were expensive or whatever. They were all sold out. Or No, the only tickets available were like trash-ass fucking balcony seats and whatever. Look, I don't do those. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've grown accustomed to a certain lifestyle. For a comedy so, show, it doesn't fucking matter. It really doesn't. I was like, just fucking spend $30, sit in the back. I've only sat on the floor once at a comedy show, and it was for fucking Sinbad, and I was right up on stage at one of those oh, tables. I forgot that you It ruled. Yeah, it is really cool. So I just searched on Twitter, 
Anthony Jeselnik Portland, and an hour earlier, someone had tweeted, like two hours earlier or whatever, um, really bummed I can't make it to Anthony Jeselnik in Portland tomorrow night, but if anyone wants my tickets, wow. I've got sixth row tickets. So wow. I DM'd the guy, and I was like, what are you looking for? And he was like, just trying to get my money back. So... There 40 bucks a piece. Wow. Got them, Johns. Damn. Very, very easy, super easy transfer. And it happened really quickly. And I was like, oh, great. Oh, fuck. I'm sitting in the sixth row at an Anthony Jeselnik oh, no. show. <laughs> Chances are I could nose. be involved in some crowd work. That is the last fucking thing I could ever want. So now I'm actually kind of worried. I'm like, fuck, I really should have gotten balcony. Who are you going with? I'm going with my sister, who's okay. a huge Anthony Jeselnik fan. I was going to say you should bring somebody that you like don't care about and that's easily easy to make fun of more just than, more so than you. Fucking pass it off. On, yeah, I was actually thinking about that. I was texting with one of my friends who lives in Portland, and I was like, "Hey, I'm going to be in Portland for a second, but I don't have time to hang out or anything. Just letting you know, I'm going to be in Portland. <laughs> All right, talk I'm to you later." I'm really jealous that I can't. Would have been easier to dump it off on on her than my sister. I'm really, really jealous that I can't go because, uh, or really, really jealous that you're going. Not yeah. that I can't go, but I fucking love Portland so much. Portland's great. Well, this this, this whole thing stinks because I'm just going there and back because yeah. I have to work tomorrow. And I would have loved to. I'm off today, which I didn't know. I would have just Smash gone, done like a brewery day. Fucking brought Emilio, unbeknownst to. Uh, the owners of Emilio. That's I don't think you do. can do that because then you'd have to bring Emilio to the show. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> He'd be like, then you'd for sure get called. How out. about you? What's your deal? And Emilio would be like, this is my service <laughs> dog. <laughs> oh, I would have. Yeah, I would have been like, oh, it's my therapy dog. <laughs> See this nose? Yeah. I need therapy. Oh, uh, no. Again, I, I know. Don't know. I know you fucking love your nose. i about the nose. No. And Really? I only I've only gotten like five insults total in my life about the nose. Like, oh yeah, go back to having a That's weird not nose. True, I've seen like a million on Twitter. I really think they've been few and far between. Maybe they're from people I've muted, but maybe. Yeah, you'd be crazy to fucking insult some like a a, a prominent feature of somebody's face, unless it's like gross. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of gross. They uh, aired a horror trailer yes. before uh, Peter Rabbit showing in, was it in the UK this week? Australia. Australia. Yeah. Well, they're up behind on the times. Yeah. Peter Rabbit's hot and there's hot shit there. Uh, but they they aired, or they screened a trailer for- Or they like just a showed pre- it during the previews, yeah. Yeah. It was a pretty horrific horror trailer. We Did both you watched watch the it? preview. Okay. It was quite scary. So uh, here's the story, uh, courtesy of Uproxx. One minute, you're a carefree child who's waiting to see an animated bunny. The next, you're forever traumatized by the trailer for this year's scariest movie. And I would actually say that that, that is a fair... That looks like yeah. this year's scariest movie. And it is from a, the A24 studios. They yes. usually make creepy-ass shit. Yes. They did a killing of a sacred deer last year. Didn't see that. Did you see that? Yes. Ugh. Very fucking weird. The preview had... The, the ickiest thing for me was there was just a bunch of clicking sounds the whole preview. Did you notice yeah. that? It was just like... It's a very, like, cr- creepy, like, eerie movie that has that sort of stuff. Yeah, and they showed it, and uh, people were horrified. Said, uh, mother, 
It was dreadful. Very quickly, you could tell this was not a kid's film. Parents were yelling at the projectionist to stop, covering their kids' eyes and ears. A few went out to get a staff member, but she was overwhelmed and didn't really know what to do. Some parents fled the cinemas with their kids in tow. Eventually, a senior staff member came in with a walkie-talkie, and he shut the screen off. To his credit, he apologized and offered us a complimentary movie pass to make up for it. Awful. Uh, So we watched the preview. It even, in case for some reason you're not catching on to the fact that this is a really creepy thing, the preview was doing the thing where it has the uh, the little quotes from reviews. So during the preview, it says, a modern day horror masterpiece. <laughs> Another one, grips you with real horror, the unspeakable kind. And then, terrifying. <laughs> this is a horror movie. It has, and it has... Oh, it's not one of those previews that like leaves you guessing. Yeah, there is a lot of hey, this is going to be in the movie. There's like a person with flies all over their goddamn Ugh. face. Person, a on, person fire. on fire. Yeah. <laughs> it is wild. Uh, it is like the wildest uh, horror trailer that you could show to a bunch of kids. That's so. a preview that I remember when I saw the Purge, uh, not the Purge Anarchy election year. Um, the one that has. Donald Trump's re-election slogan, which is keep America great. Uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll excited to watch this. Same with when I saw the Belko experiment. And then you get that there and you sit down for the previews because you're like, I'm going to watch this stupid, silly <laughs> horror movie that we can all laugh about. And, and then, then you're all like, all the trailers are horror movies. The trailers are fucking scary things. And I really, I considered yelling at the projectionist. <laughs> <laughs> the scariest part of that trailer is just how ugly the little girl is. Oh, my God. She is that horrifying is, looking. That is, she looks bad. And, and like, they're like, oh, you, you're your mother. You're your mother. It's like, mother. The, the movie was, could just be about that girl and what's going so, on there. Right. Then you guys should have made this a she's all that type of movie because she goes from looking like that little girl to that cute ass mom. Yeah. And it's that is not a mistake because kids in your class start like holding hands with her because she's going to get she's going to look like the mom. The the weird people and the creepy looking people always you know make it out in uh, in horror movies yeah because in the killing of the sacred deer there's that kid Barry Cohen yep who's the kid who dies in Dunkirk oh who is very weird looking and very creepy does he die so the, he's just the, they kill him all the time yeah he's like Kenny he doesn't die in uh, in the killing of a sacred deer ah uh, um. In other movie news, they are making a sequel to A Quiet Place, and I saw KFC tweet this. I completely agree with them. I don't want a sequel. No. I want a prequel. Yeah. You want an explanation as to as to how this shit happened. Fucking get, fear the walking dead this to me, motherfuckers. Yeah, that is that is 100%. I agree with that. Because I, w- I would also like John Krasinski to be in it again. That is true, but he could be in the second one, couldn't he? He gets eaten hard. Oh, that is in the correct. Fuck. Yeah. Unless is... there's a Pinocchio type situation. Yeah, it's just I that completely blanked my mind. Uh fuck, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I think that I liked the fact that the first one didn't explain mm-hmm. how that how this should happen. It just yeah. throws you into the world. I would like if they're gonna make a second one, they should put more effort into like the story. Yes. I would like this to be a wonderful franchise. Uh but I'm not gonna see it in theaters. I can promise you that. Really? I'm gonna be yeah. I'll, I'll fucking wait. I, I don't want another I'll see fucking. It in that, oh, what a fucking shitty experience. I'm that gonna is. just. I'm gonna choose a, a a weirder time to go. 
Ooh, that's yeah, that's true. Yeah, you could do that. But that's when but the weird times is when the old people go to the movies. So even if there's only three people in the theater, it's gonna be you and fucking an old person eating a tuna sandwich and then an old person who's fucking snoring when they're awake. Like fucking like Emilio. They just sit there. Uh, you know what's making a comeback? What? E. coli. Oh, yeah. Salads? Yeah. Yeah. That's why it couldn't be me. I'm eating those sweet potato fries. That's how I'm healthy. Every time I hear uh, E. coli in my head, I just say it like re- the Ricola commercials. E. coli. E. coli. That makes, that makes me think of uh, when... Pam gets the job at Dunder Mifflin in New York, and oh, yeah. so Michael knows where she is, and he just calls, Pamola, Pamola. 